This audio recording contains explicit language and adult content. Parental advisory. Welcome back to the Left Field Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie B. Thank you for joining me today. And whew, let's take a breather for a sec. First things first, let's give a moment of silence for all, anybody that lost any loved ones, anybody that lost a job, anybody that lost anything during this time. Let's just give a moment of silence about all our losses. Let's all take our L's together silently. All right, so that's enough. All right, um, it's been a hell of a time um, since the last time I talked to y'all and the Left Field Podcast was out. The Left Field Podcast started about three years ago, for those who don't know. Uh, it was a podcast put out on SoundCloud with me and my boy Roosevelt. Thank y'all for anybody who do know about it. But if you don't, that's fine. This will be like a little refresher, a little reminder of what the show is. It's going to be a little short episode today to just get us back rolling. And boy, we got a lot to talk about, like, Speaking of losses, um, I lost my dog, like literally my dog, Poopsie. Shout out Poopsie. Let's another moment of silence for my dog, Poopsie. That's long enough because Poopsie was bad as fuck. My dog was literally terrible. He bit kids, grownups, tires, anything. He bit anything. Um, he was a, a, a menace damn near. He was like a baby Cujo. But he was my nigga, like, I really love him, I miss him, you feel me? And uh, recipes of my dog, Kobe, you feel me? And his family, his daughter, we lost her and Kobe this year. And my dog, like, he, he died <clears throat> a real slow, painful death um, due to the fact that my family did him dirty when it came to, like, taking care of him and shit like that. I ain't about to tell all my family business, but yeah, he he was fucked up, right? So he died kind of fucked up. And some would say it was due to the life he lived, you feel me? And that's why, you feel me, he deserved to die the way he did. And I think some people feel the same way about Kobe, because when Kobe died, all I saw was like crazy shit about people who was praising him. Like people was attacking people who was praising him in his death. And it was like, I understand that people want to dance on his grave, but he died in a very horrific death like he died in a heap of burning fire you feel me holding his daughter potentially like didn't he kind of get his you feel me like i just feel like it was kind of even you know what i'm saying so when people was trying to talk shit about him and his death like oh damn don't forget about kobe like what he did is like shit karma didn't forget about what the fuck he did did it <laughs> like no disrespect like to kobe and his family but like didn't karma did not forget about what the fuck he did right because he kind of got his in a real ugly ass way in the end. Like it really turned out real bad. So I don't know. I just feel like people need to let shit go. So I came up with a solution for those who having an issue with letting it go. You know what I'm saying? If it's, it's still a thing for you, if you make a shot, you yell something else. Like, you know how we throw stuff away and we yell Kobe, right? Instead of yelling Kobe for people that got an issue with Kobe, don't yell Kobe when you make it. Yo, Kobe, when you hit the basket and miss, and when people ask you, hey, why you why you say Kobe and you missed it, you tell them, well, every basket didn't accept Kobe. Every basket didn't want Kobe in it. So there's that. And speaking of don't accept or rejected consent, I don't know if y'all seen recently, but uh, some people don't, don't go for being robbed. Just so all the PSA for all the robbers out there, some people... Don't like to be robbed, don't want to be robbed, don't want to be set up to be robbed. So they're willing to do things 
um, to alleviate that situation if they find themselves in it. Um, one of the most recent situations that I saw, thanks to the internet, um, was on 79th and State. Apparently, there was a shootout. For those who don't know, I'll describe it a little bit. On an interaction happened where a young man was going into a store. I'm not going to try to describe it in particular. I'm not the police. Um, but a young man was going to the store. Young man A was going to the store. And there was already a young man B inside the store. Young man A starts to talk to the young man B and tells young man B, hey, man, yo guys out there, you feel me? I don't know if they sell the weed or something. I don't know what they trying to sell. But I'm not interested in being solicited to at this time. Um, I don't smoke, he would say. He told them, I don't smoke. I don't know what they trying to do. I feel like they trying to rob me. Young man B responds to young man A with a retort of, if they was going to rob you, they would have did that. Now, young man A said, rob what? Rob who? I'm paraphrasing. Pulls out his weapon. Um, it's uh, Pulls out a black object. And um, the object, you feel me, you feel me, does what it does. The video is people scatter, things of that nature it happens. Now, what I would like to say is bravo. Once again, bravo to young man. A for handling yourself so bravely, you feel me, in that situation. You was under so much duress and you feel me, turmoil. And you what you was able to do, boy, kudos, bravo, feel me. Hats off, caps off to you, boy. You did a great job. Um, young man B, I would tell you that we live in Chicago, and being from the city makes you understand that when you have interactions in the street. With people, you're really just trying to get out of those interactions safely. Um, we really don't care about you, you more than we care about just making sure that we can move through and handle our business, whatever we were trying to do without interruption to the point of loss of life. So when you interrupt that with like some type of weird, a weird disconnection in conversation, it immediately perks up the Chicago ear to say, hey, man. There's danger afoot. Like we literally come into the situations like trying to survey a field. You feel me? Like so, when we walk it through and we ask motherfuckers how they, how you doing, we normally don't care. Like that's why most Chicagoans don't stay for the answer of how you doing. We just ask how you doing. We mostly just acknowledging your presence. So when you make your presence known, and it's contrary to how I'm trying to move, you pose a danger for me now. Like you pose an immediate threat potentially to my life. So I would say, young man B, don't do that. Um, if you're still around, don't do that to people no more. Um, at least not in our city. Um, I don't know about other cities. I know about Chicago. And when somebody poses a question of, hey, man, I think y'all about to do something to me. Don't answer it with like, we potentially will. And it, it might work out for you if you don't answer it. Something like that. It might work out for you in a different way but um shout out to anybody that know about that video um tag that video or something for people who don't know it's amazing footage shout out to chicago um i'm not for chicago violence but i'm for correction when it's necessary and speaking of correction when necessary i recently was cyber bullied up out of my high school limp bloom um, social media community not too long ago because 
I made a joke about a GoFundMe. Rule of thumb, I think it's probably not a good idea to make a joke about a GoFundMe unless it's funny. Like, if your joke funny, then you should be able to make a joke about a GoFundMe. And I thought my joke was funny. So let me tell you about my joke about a GoFundMe. So and why I was kicked out of my, I think I was kicked out of my a high school social media community because of a joke. So what happened was this young woman from my high school, from my high school, because I don't go there no more. Um, I'm an alumni. Shout out to the niggas that graduated. Only to the Eagles that flew. Fuck the fallen Eagles. If you ain't make it, you ain't make it. If you made it through, swoop, swoop, you feel me? Swore as far as your wings can go. Um, if you're a fallen eagle, if you made it somewhat, and you, hey, you have eagle. Like you, whatever the rest you is, but you some eagle, not all the way. So that's a whole nother thing. But back to what I was talking about. So the young woman had posted a GoFundMe saying that she needed some help because she fell upon some hard time and needed some help making some ends meet. And that's no laughing matter. Like, let's all take a step back and say, shit hard ends need to be met it's not funny what is funny to me is if you go to GoFundMe and you're young if you're young and you can make some money like GoFundMe is not the place to be so I thought it was a good idea to help her out so first thing I did was I donated to the campaign then I think I shared it to my page I think I don't know maybe I did it maybe I did not think I'm a piece of shit if I didn't but if I did kudos to me but what I did do, I know for sure I did do, I posted a joke in which I said, nobody, you know the nobody me jokes. So I posted a joke and said, nobody. And then I say, we should have passed around a collection plate at Nest Fest. Now, for those who don't know, Nest Fest was my school's, um, I think, bicentennial or centennial. Probably centennial. I don't know. I smoke a lot of weed. Sorry. Sorry, Lindblom. Um. But it was a big fest for my school, and a bunch of alumni was there. Um, whole bunch of people was there. Um, a lot of people was there. Enough people to garner enough funds to knock that little GoFundMe right the fuck out of that. Enough money in that bitch. Old money, too. Like, it's niggas from the past. <laughs> like It was a niggas oldest dirt up in that motherfucker. So they got some dough. So I'm thinking to myself... Not only is this a joke, but a helpful tidbit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a little bit of both. So, what happened was outrage. People did not like that. They said, oh, no. No, no, no. We will not stand for this. So, they started attacking me, um, attacking the post. I woke up to people calling me saying, hey, man, you um, started some shit on Facebook. You should probably go check it out. So, I go to look and I see... It's exactly what people saying. I started some shit on Facebook. So I say, okay, how do respond? I go the diplomatic route. I say, let me start on an intellectual way of trying to explain. It's just a joke. Don't work. I go paragraphs. Don't work. My dumb ass say, let me go to live and talk about it after I get off work and talk about it so that people understand. Like, I'm just joking. Like, it's not that serious. And that was a dumbass idea, too. So I say this to say, hey, man, stand on what you believe in. Like, the joke is a joke. If you still take it offensively, that's on you. But it, it was just a joke. I should have said more. I thought I was I thought I thought was going to get to be able to say, 
you know, my city high joke. Like, what would you do if your son was at home crying on lawn on the bedroom floor? Cause he's only and the only way to clean him is see when I'm You know, I was gonna go there, but they ain't really let me get my chance to shine. Like on Facebook, they really went at me. I think somebody even posted something saying, like, I'm not allowed into the, you know, my high school community anymore until like I paid off the um GoFundMe and I would like to gladly say I don't want everybody to know this is an announcement I want to make. I didn't do it. I didn't pay that shit at all. Um I never paid that fee at all. And, um sorry about that. I don't know if I'll ever be allowed back in because I never pay that. Uh God bless that young one. I gave my donation. Um I thought that was good enough. I thought that was a good gesture of mine. Um, and I think everybody should take that approach. When y'all see people in y'all social circle, they need help. Like, genuinely, like, give what you can to somebody because they truly might need the help. Like, it's not it's not funny at all when it comes to going to GoFundMe and needing a little help when you're down. So that's not funny, but it is funny to, you know what I'm saying, make fun of the fact that we young, you feel me, you... Go get a bag, you mean? Like, what the fuck is you doing? Like, go rob something. Like, you hear me? Go, go stick a motherfucker, hit a motherfucker outside the head or something. You hear me? Go do what you got to do. Because, hey, man, the red dude, you hear me? That shit got to get paid. And your dumb ass sitting up on GoFundMe asking for, for help. Shit, you damn near a bucket boy. You feel me? Like, you might as well. Go, shit, you worse than a bucket boy. At least the bucket boy outside you. <laughs> Hey, man, that's probably going to get me more years out the community. God damn. And to add insult to injury, I think what truly hurt me the most was seeing how many of the people who, like, commented and, and made impressions on it, um, quote, unquote, reacted to it, thought it was funny or something like that. They were being attacked as well. Like, people, oh, whoever thought that was funny, fuck y'all, too. And I thought that was like that's some real gangster shit. Like to to not only get to a post and be like, fuck you, you feel me? Fuck you for posting this. Fuck you think funny. Woo woo. But to also be like, fuck everybody who you who thought this was funny. You feel me? If this moved you in any way, fuck you too. Like I thought that shit was cold. Like I thought that shit was some cold ass shit that happened. So I wanna apologize. Honestly, I think that's why I went so fast to start to like reply to them and get to the point where I made a live because I kind of felt like in defense of the people who thought it was funny. But the catch is, bro, I know a lot of people sat at home who knew what the situation was, knew what I was making reference to, sat and laughed. They, you feel me, got a nice chuckle about that shit at the crib. You feel me? And then once they noticed that some people start feeling the way they, oh, let me change the way I feel about that. And I'm not for the group thing. I'll let y'all know that now. Like, this podcast is not about group thing. It will be anti-group thing. Like, because I always believed in people, right? But I didn't understand how much people wasn't individuals until I was at a party with my cousin. We was, you feel me, chilling and shit. And they play, you feel me, that King Von crazy story. At the end, everybody know I'm not from 63rd, you feel me? So a bunch of people yelled at at the party. Me, my cousin, them, we just chilling. We vibing, so we ain't really 
partying, you feel me, to the point where we yelling and dancing, you feel me, and you feel me doing the lyrics to the song, you feel me, we ain't that part yet, you feel me, so we just observing the party, so he, you feel me, observing the situation with me, and once they do that, I'm not from 63rd, you feel me, we just chilling, smoking, he say, casually, man, most of these motherfuckers in here from 63rd, group thing died with me right then, you feel me, y'all niggas, Y'all niggas can't tell me nothing. You groups of niggas, if y'all believe anything, you feel me? As a group, I'm not not taking it, you feel me? I'm not hearing it, you know what I'm saying? You niggas will be at a party screaming, I'm not from 63rd, and be from 63rd, you feel me? That's, that's truly how you niggas is. So the moral of that story is, hey, look, don't let nobody tell you shit. Nuance is okay, okay? So if anybody try to tell you you have to go along with something, they crazy, man. It's okay to deviate. At the end of that song, if you from 63rd, you can, you feel me, not not say that part. You feel me? You could all switch it up. I am from 63rd. Feel me? It's okay. You feel me? You don't have to go along. It's okay to deviate. Deviation is key. Being yourself is key. So I'm all for that. And speaking of being yourself, I want to give it up to one of my biggest be yourself idols um, and introduce y'all to a new segment all at the same time. The segment is called The Book of Future because one of my favorite artists of all time is Future. Um, Future is a big be yourself um, advocate to me. Um, do you, you feel me? Go your own way. Create your own path, you feel me? So with that being said, I want to go ahead and introduce y'all to The Book of Future. Um, we're going to go ahead and start with Book of Future. I want y'all to go ahead and open your streaming apps for the real niggas. Open your title app to the album 56 Nights. And I want y'all to go to, I think it's the first song, Never Gonna Lose. And in the first song, we're going to open it up. He, I think Future, Future get right right to the point. But before I do that, I want to make sure I give give, give proper praises where it's due. Um, 56 Nights, the album brought to us by the Apostle DJ Esco, the coolest motherfucking DJ on the planet. Shout out to DJ Esco for, you know what I'm saying, helping produce such a great piece of work and um, helping Future get his, get his message out. And speaking of this message, let's go ahead and get right to it. So we're going to go with verse one. Song one, verse one, lines one through four. Never going to lose. Never going to lose. Because these bitches going to choose. These bitches going to be who they is. Walking and talking like classy. You a hold to your heart. You a hold to your heart. Now, we're going to break this down. So, the segment of Book of Future is we're going to break down his lyrics. And I'm going to go ahead and break this down. So, we, I'm going to go. We're going. It was so fire, I'm going I'm to do it again. Never going to lose because these bitches going to choose. These bitches going to be who they is. Walking and talking like classy. You hold to your heart. You hold to your heart. I damn it was Future on that one. You feel me? All right. So, look. Future. What Future is saying. Let's, let's start it right off the top. So, Future is saying. You, we never gonna lose. You feel me? <laughs> we never gonna lose. So the the proverbial, you feel me, the figurative, we. You feel me? Whoever y'all you want to put the we on, y'all never gonna lose. You feel me? Because these bitches gonna to these bitches. Who these bitches is? Whoever these bitches want to be. Whoever these bitches is to y'all. You feel me? Because they gonna choose. They gonna do what they want to do. You ain't got no. You feel me? Say so on that. But you never gonna lose because they got the option to choose. You feel me? They gonna choose you. You feel me? They might not, but they're going to choose you. 
But as long as they got the option to choose, you feel me? We never going to lose. So the future is talking about autonomy for these bitches, you feel me? And, and, and just understanding as a man, you feel me? You can't lose, you feel me, if we're going to talk about it on a gender-specific type of way. You're not going to lose, man. Like, chill. Let these bitches choose. Like, chill out. Then we go, these bitches going to be who they is now. Now, he, what he's saying is they're going to choose and they're going to be who they is. So you niggas got to know. It is what it is, man. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. That's a Maya Angelou cult, you feel me? That was a cold lady, you feel me? And if she could say some cold shit like that, and Future can break it down to y'all real simple like that. I'm just saying. I ain't trying to say Maya Angelou, Future, you feel me, the same. But I'm saying, you feel me, we talking poetry here. You feel me? These bitches gonna be who they is. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first. Hey, man, that's a word there. Hey, y'all take it how you want. You, walking and talking like you classy, you feel me? Now, this, this is for all the motherfuckers pretending. Now, this is the future. Future want to get to all you fake motherfuckers. He's trying to hit you in your heart right here. You walking and talking like you classy. You hold to your heart. You hold to your heart. You feel me? It is what it is. You feel me? You can't help it. We going to see through it. Everybody going to see through it. Hey, man, you tell the truth, you shame the devil. Ain't that what? Hey, that boy. hey you tell the truth, you shame the devil. Future say you, you walking, talking like you classy. But you'll hold to your heart. You'll hold to your heart. Hey, that boy preaching now. So, so to sum it all up, take it from the top. We never going to lose. All these L's going to get wiped away, y'all. Um, praise them. We never going to lose. These bitches going to choose. Hey, all these bitches need autonomy. We need everybody need the freedom to choose. Let freedom ring. These bitches going to be who they is. And when somebody show you who they are, believe them. Hear their ass out. You feel me? Walking and talking like you classy. Stop the flodgeling shit. All that flodging and faking and shit. Hey, stop that shit. We need all that shit to stop. As soon as possible. You'll hold to your heart. You'll hold to your heart. The heart wants what the heart wants. And this has been the Left Field Podcast. Thank y'all for joining me today. I appreciate y'all for listening. Share this to your friends. Send this to whoever you want. And um, last thing I want to make sure I make sure I say, because I'm, I didn't say it earlier, the Apostle, you feel me, DJ Esco, thank you for holding it down for 56 nights, you feel me, because Future kind of left you. You feel me? Like, to keep it a buck. Like, future left your ass out in the desert. You feel me? To hold that little drug charge. Excuse me. Drug charge. Um, excuse me. My tongue getting the best of me today. But I appreciate you, you feel me, for holding it down for future and taking care of that business and coming out with that fire. And we really appreciate that. We really do appreciate that. The culture appreciates you, DJ Esco, Apostle DJ Esco. You feel me? Coolest motherfucker DJ on the motherfucking planet. And like I said, this has been the Left Field Podcast. Share it to your friends. You feel me? Make sure everybody know that it's back. You feel me? So rest in peace, Gigi. Rest in peace, Poopsie, my dog. Rest in peace to any of y'all loved ones that's out there that y'all lost. The Left Field is back to put a smile on your face. So share it to your friends. Make sure 